Jesus loves you, and if you're a woman, you're free. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp, and today on the show we have Chris Valentin. And Chris is talking to us about women and how women are equal with men and how basically over the course of time, you know, we have women have been oppressed and that that is just not the way that God has designed it. God has designed women to be free and women to be able to minister and women to be able to use their gifts. But so many churches and so many denominations and have really oppressed women and kept them from being able to really flourish and use what God has given them to do. Here's Chris. The most restrictive verse in the entire Bible. 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 34. The women are to keep silent in the churches, for they are not permitted to speak, but are, sub- but are to subject themselves, just as the law also says. If they desire to learn anything, let them ask their own husbands at home, for it's improper for a woman to speak in church. Verse 36. Was it from you that the word of God first went forth? Or has it come to you only? Verse 37. If anyone thinks he's a prophet or spiritual, let him recognize that the things which I wrote to you are the Lord's command. But if anyone does not recognize this, he is not recognized. Now, there's two schools of thought. And I'm going to tell you about the first one. You've probably heard it if you've been in church for very long. And if they let women talk when they go come through the doors, they have a reason for that. They, they think this is contextual. And here's what they think the context is. Men sat on one side of the room and women sat on the other side. And they thought, you know, during the teaching that women would actually shout questions to their husband on the other side of the room. And there was this chaos. And therefore, Paul said, women, you're the ones causing the trouble. So in church, be quiet. Don't talk at all. And so that's one way to solve the issue. Now, it is true that women sat on one side and men sat on the other. We know that, that through tradition, that that is traditionally true, that men and women did not sit on the same side of the church, on the same side of the room. Here's the, here's the struggle with that. First of all, we're not talking to the Hebrews who would have understood Old Testament law. Are you with me? In other words, if we were talking to Jews, it would make sense that men knew things that women didn't because men were taught the Torah and the women weren't. Are you with me? We're talking to the Corinthians who were polytheists. They, they, they all came out of Greek mythology, so the men don't know any more than the women do. Secondly, if this verse, if Paul was saying to them, you have to ask, listen, wives, ask your husbands at home, what do you do with the fact that Paul said it's better to not marry so all the women who have no husbands have no one to ask? And it goes on. Or now you're listening, I can tell, or you're totally bored. And I'll just take that you're listening. The other way to answer this question is with this, would you put that um, shot on the screen up, please? The other way to read this question, the other way to read this is as a question. In other words, women are to keep silent in the churches. This is the one, this is a way that some theologians believe this should be read. Women are to be silent in the church, for they are not permitted to speak, 
but are to subject themselves just as the law says. If they desire to learn anything, let them ask their own husbands at home, for it's improper for a woman to speak in church. Okay, after that verse, there's this little thing, that, that, that explicit of disassociation. Do you see that? That little N, that thing that looks like an N? It's at the end of this verse. The, the closest, there is, no, there is no perfect translation for it in English, which is why a whole, but no translator translates it, but it means, what? No way, nonsense, it can't be. It's at the end of this. Are you with me? So it would read like this. The women are to keep silent in the churches. They're not permitted to speak. They're subject to themselves, just as the law says. If they desire to learn anything, let them ask their own husbands at home, for it's improper for a woman to speak in church. What? No way. No way. And then Paul answers with this. Was it from you the word of God first came forth, or has it come forth to you only? And he goes on to say, I'm sorry, it goes on to say, if anyone thinks he's a prophet or spiritual, let him recognize that the things which I write to you are the Lord's command. But if anyone does not recognize this, he's not recognized. Verse 36, the previous verse. Was it from you the word of God came first, uh, came forth, or has it come only to you? In other words, in between verse 35 and 36, there's that little line that goes, what? No way. What are you saying? And then Paul's answer. Did the word of God just come from you? Or did it just come to you? Listen, what I'm sharing with you is the Lord's command. If anybody does not recognize this, and they think they're spiritual, and they don't recognize this, they're not recognized. Now, how many of you know that makes sense? Now, I'll tell you why it makes sense. Because in 1 Corinthians 11, we have six minutes. We will not do this justice. In 1 Corinthians 11, we, we're not going to take the time to read through it, so I'm going to explain it to you. Paul says that Christ is the head of every man. Man is the head of every woman. Oh, I know why I missed it. God is the head of Christ. Christ is the head of every man, and man is the head of every woman. Now, here's, here's a problem. The word woman and the word wife are the same, right? The word in the Greek. The word man and the word husband are the same in the Greek. So there's two ways to read that passage. If you read it, God is the head of Christ. Christ is the head of man. Man is the head of woman you have a more restrictive gospel than the curse. Because the curse put women, put wives under husbands, but did not put men over women. So if you read that verse as man is head of wife, then you have a more restrictive gospel than they had before the fall. Or after the fall, I should say. Are you, are you following where I'm going? 16, there's 43 versions that are really accessible of the New Testament. 16 of those versions translate that woman, man. The, all the other versions translate it wife, man, husband, 
wife. Are you with me? Okay, so then it goes on to say, if a wife has her head covered, a wife needs to have her head covered while she's praying or prophesying for the sake of the angels. Got me? Now, there's so much to say that we're not going to be able to say in four minutes. But here's the point that Paul makes in 1 Corinthians 11. As long as women are in right order, then they can pray and they can prophesy. Are you with me? Follow me. Okay, let's see, let's just see if we can do the Corinthian road, because they have the Roman road, so we can do the Corinthian road. The Corinthian thought. Let's just, let's just gain momentum to this verse. In 1 Corinthians 7, a man does not own his own body, but his wife does, and vice versa, but we're talking about the opposite right now, right? Okay, in 1 Corinthians 11, a woman has to be in right alignment with her husband, but when she is, she can pray and she can prophesy. Are you with me? In 1 Corinthians 12 and 1 Corinthians 14, we're told you can all prophesy. And by the way, you can all teach. You can all have a psalm. You can all have a hymn. You can all have ministry. All of y'all. Got me? But at the end of 1 Corinthians 14, he says, women shouldn't speak in church and just as the law says. Well, there's, well, there's quite a few problems with that. First of all, you can read the whole entire law and there's not one place in the Old Testament law that says that women can't speak. So whoever wrote that doesn't know the law. I would propose to you that can't be the words of the Apostle Paul because he's an expert in the law. You with me? Secondly, it does not make sense that for 14 chapters, Paul says women are equal. Guys, get a life. Women are equal. They have equal gifts. They can equally access God. They can, have, they can move in power. And by the way, they can teach and have hymns and psalms and spiritual songs. Women can do that. And does it make sense that he'd say all that and say, well, women can't speak in church. I mean, it's opposite of everything else he said for 14 chapters. So my, there's a couple ways to read this, but my, the old idea that men are, women are shouting to ask men questions, it doesn't make sense because men, these men are polytheists. They don't know a thing about Judaism. They don't know a thing about the Old Testament. They wouldn't have answers. They would shout back, I don't know. <laughs> so that doesn't make sense. To me. And then we have the imperative that I showed you up on the screen that, Paul, that right after that, that sentence, it says it has that imperative like, no way, ha, that's nonsense, that's crazy, that, how could that be true? And by the way, did the word of God first come to you? Did it only come to you? Did it only come through you? That makes sense. And that's a good word right there. <laughs> and we have one minute and we have two more verses we haven't talked about so I will just say this Jesus loves you <laughs> and if you're a woman if you got to hear the rest of the verses you're free that was Chris Valatin and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under Chris Valatin keep silent you can also find out more information about him at his ministry website, chrisvalatin.com.
www.thepowerofpositivityradio.com. That is all I have for you today. I hope you have an amazing day, and I'll see you again tomorrow. God bless you.